Welcome to the Rosenbox, where dancers go for show prep and candid chat. I'm Claire Kretschmar. And I'm Aron Sands, and we are dancers with New York City Ballet. Welcome back, listeners, to the Rosenbox. We are doing a special bonus episode on the Nutcracker. Holiday edition! What, what? <laughs> Yeah, so we're in the middle of our Nutcracker run right now, and we had the pleasure of interviewing our colleagues for this episode, and we got to talk to them in depth about preparing for their roles, just getting ready for the show in general with makeup and hair, mm -hmm. putting on costumes, what's it like to do like quick changes and to do multiple roles. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, I had a great time. I feel like we're all so busy and you get so into the grind, the schedule, like very much the structure mm -hmm. of the Nutcracker that we don't really talk about it. Yeah. It's just autopilot. Mm -hmm. It's just happening. But it's nice to take some time to explore and think about what you're feeling at the moment. What does the role mean to you? What is it that you're doing? It keeps you very humble and very present. Amen. Yeah, I agree. It was really fun for that reason to do that. And I, I learned a lot yeah. um, from these interviews. You know, it wasn't enough to do like coffee and Spanish and dewdrop. Like you decided to take it as a reporter mm, to the scene. Right. I added another job. You yeah, added it. Totally. It wasn't enough to do all that. You said, you know what? I'm going to take myself to the apprentice side of the dressing room. I'm going to interview them and I'm going to get what it's I all did. about. I did exactly How was that? that? <laughs> It was really fun. It reminded me of my own experiences being an apprentice. And I was thrust into the Nutcracker. You, just got, like you got into friends. the company with Nutcracker. Exactly, yeah. So it's I got very into... very meaningful to you. Yeah, it is. Aww. So I talked to these apprentices who were getting ready for the show. And they shared all of these thoughts and feelings that I experienced when I first joined. Did and it give you flashbacks? A little bit, yeah, yeah. But I was also just excited to hear what they had to say, and they're very wise. I was I was in awe of how wise they are. And to be clear, we got this material from a, a few performances. We didn't capture it all in the same night, but you get the essence of a show by listening to all this. So I hope that you guys enjoy them. All right, we're in the apprentices' side of the dressing room. How's it going? It's going good. How are you guys liking the run of the Nutcracker? It's so fun. It's been so amazing. So amazing, so fun. It's hard. It's hard. Sarah, um, what is so hard about the Nutcracker? Chris Grant. <laughs> um, I feel like just how much how many shows there are like show after show you're working your body so much and it gets like also mentally really tiring because you're yeah. around everyone the whole time mm -hmm. but in a good way like yeah it's rewarding totally there's a lot going on and a lot of roles to be good at and also i think like the for you guys you're doing the same role mm -hmm. 
all the time, yeah. basically. Yeah. And, like, how do you keep that fresh? I don't know if you've already encountered that. I feel like finding people to smile at on stage is the best part. Mm. I think if you honestly go into each show with, like, a new mindset of what you want to do, what you want to achieve in that show, it mm-hmm. makes it more fun. And, honestly, the choreography is so fun that, yeah. like, it just stays fresh, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, choreography is great. Music is awesome, yes. especially live orchestra too. Yeah, it um, really makes a difference. It does, and not knowing the tempos is another way. <laughs> I'm always like that keeps it fresh. And the principles are always changing, so that also keeps right. it fresh. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, amazing. I later popped into the other ladies' dressing rooms and got to talk to them about their experiences. And some of these ladies have been in the Nutcracker for many years. So it was fun to also revisit. Get that contrast. Yeah, get the contrast and revisit their roles as a lot of them were parents in the party scene and uh, doing the the routine like snow and flowers or snow and Spanish core Mm -hmm. is often what a lot of them do so yeah got to talk to them unless mine literally soaks it up like ladies of this dressing room um i have a favor to ask could i possibly just like capture some sound of you guys getting ready for the nutcracker for the rosin box okay well tell me your roles what are you guys doing tonight i'm being a mother i'm grandma snow in spanish Mm, very diverse. Yeah, I have all the roles tonight. <laughs> Snow, and nice. <laughs> Snow and flowers. Snow and flowers. I'm doing Marzi. Bailey's doing Marzi. Parents. Um, first family mother. First oh. family. <laughs> what makes the first family first? I don't know. They come on first. They come on. Oh. And they have four. Yeah, that's why. So it's not like you have a gold star because no, you have no. the best How kids. Many kids do you have? No, they have oh, the I like most, to think so. We have the most kids, so. Oh. Yeah, Okay, so that's something. It's kind of a demi roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's the demi roll of the the party scene. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> What's this moon okay. pod thing? If you want to know about the moon pod? It's my latest Christmas gift to the dressing room. Oh. And it's this pod. It conforms to your body. It's like a giant beanbag, and if you want to sew a point shoe, come up to the dressing room. Wow. Have a squat in the moon pod. I need. To come over here. Actually, yes. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, this is Lexi Maxwell of Dressing Room. What is this? 17. 17. Um, she has a moon pod? or It's pod? a moon pod. Look pod. it up. It's the best Christmas gift you could get Okay, anyone. everyone, moon pod. Go Google moon pod. It's a little cute, comfy beanbag chair. It comes in different colors. Mm. And it's the best place to sell my point shoes. Okay. Or have lunch. Great or to know. Just chat with the girls. Yeah, yeah you got a good spot over here. I'm checking yeah, no, it I like, out. I like the corner. Yeah, yeah. same. I have a corner spot. Love a corner spot. Okay, what are you ladies getting ready to do? We're gonna do a little bit of snow. We're gonna do a little bit of flowers. This is India broadly speaking. Um, we're gonna do some snow. We're gonna do some flowers. Before that, we're gonna go to PT. After flowers, we're gonna ice bucket those feet, and then we're gonna head on home. Start it all over again tomorrow, baby. What? Day. What yeah. a night. That's like all in a matter of uh, two and a half two hours, and a half hours probably. Yeah, we do a lot like of things three. in two and a half hours. Yeah. A lot of things happen at this place in totally. two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. No, we're in great shape. 
we are and then i will see you tomorrow to rehearse all right guys that was great thank you so much bye so pretty much the run of the nutcracker goes as you get ready with your hair and makeup then you warm up either out of costume or in costume so that's what happens next then starts with the party scene at the beginning of the story christmas party christmas party stallbaum family Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from there, it transitions to the battle scene where the Nutcracker has already been introduced and then there's mice, the magic starts to happen, the tree grows, soldiers, everything comes alive. And from there, Marie and the Nutcracker prince, they're on their way to the land of the sweets and they travel through the snow. That's the snow part of the ballet and that's the end of Act the One. The snow scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. Act two, it starts with the land of the sweets, the sugar plum fairy, and all the diverse months. Yeah, the different delicacies mm-hmm. of the land of the sweets are represented. And Marie and the prince get to see all of that. And then, of course, go back to the reality. Yeah, they fly away in mm-hmm. a little carriage. Yeah, very magical. So, Claire, you got to interview some of the other ladies who you share roles with. Yes, yes. And... We have similar experiences doing these roles, and Mm -hmm. that's nice to know. So I've performed Dewdrop not a lot, so I'm definitely a newer Dewdrop to the crew, but I share so many of the same feelings. And what's the Dewdrop like? It's Where is it happening? What's happening in the story? The Dewdrop comes in the Waltz of the Flowers dance, Mm -hmm. and she's like the lead flower, uh, act two of the Nutcracker and the music is so full of life. Very recognizable as well. Very recognizable, yeah. You've probably heard it in the shopping malls mm-hmm. and just all mm-hmm. over. Over and over. Yeah, yeah, over and over again. And it's very uh, rigorous. It's very athletic. Mm-hmm. And it does take a lot of, it really takes a lot of mental preparation as well as physical preparation to do this role because it's so demanding. Dewdrop is so difficult. I'm here with Emily Kikta. What do you have to tell yourself in your head uh, before and or during, during you do this? During is the most important because before, you know, everyone's like, good luck, Mary. But during, it's like, you just literally can't give up. And yeah. like, I have to tell myself that I'm the best dancer in the world and I Boom. never get tired and this is easy. You're an all-star. I'm, I'm the all-star to drop. The all-star. Otherwise, sometimes you just don't want to run out for the fourth and fifth entrance. You may not. Yes, indeed. I totally commiserate. But it's awesome. Yeah, it's worth it. It's always very satisfying when it's done. But sometimes when you're in the middle of it, you're like, what if I just left? Seriously, I think everyone contemplates that. But yeah, you're you're the rock star of the Waltz of the Flowers. You own the show, basically. It's your show. It's your show. It's your show. You're the sugar plum fairy. She's not important. Because otherwise, you just won't make it. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, it's really important to be like confident and powerful. Anyway, (laughs) admired, circling back, (laughs) but do all the things. But do all the things. Okay. Bye, Emily. You do really have to believe that you're the best dancer in the world when you go out there. I mean, I think we all have to kind of amp ourselves up mm-hmm. to do any role on stage in front of people, but especially for the dewdrop when she is like so commanding of a figure, yeah. 
you have to like kind of amp yourself up. Feels like the Olympics. More. It is. It is it's like different like... apparatus, different interests. The floor now. It the is. bar. It is actually. It's. It is like there are five different apparatuses because there. I think there. There are five entrances. Entrances. Yeah. Yeah. Do drop. So. But yeah, and I didn't mean to like put the sugar plum fairy under the the rug. Is that what you say? You know, throw her under the oh, rug. Yeah. Yeah, but um, she also has a very demanding role, and it requires some extra special prep to be a glorious sugar plum fairy. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it's a sugar plum fairy! I'm recording for the Rosa oh. Unity is hardcore. She's banging her shoes so that they are quiet. Extra Whoa. energy release. True. Are you sure that? Yeah. Get out everything out that's unwanted. Work, 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 We got some gold footage of the Sugar Plum Fairy and Cavalier uh, hashing it out, let's say, before their performance. In the makeup room. Yes, in the makeup room. Here with us right now, we have Megan Fairchild and Gonzalo Garcia, who are the Sugar Plum and Cavalier of tonight's performance. Can you tell us how you're feeling? How you get ready? I have been waiting all day long for this. I haven't <laughs> left the. I've left the theater barely. I don't even know why, but I'm really focused. You didn't I'm have ready any to go. I had one rehearsal at twelve for, to twelve thirty, and I've been doing homework and. Just, you know, I just chatted with my fourth grade teacher on Facebook Messenger. No I'm just really keeping in touch with the world and getting ready. Fabulous. Are you recording this? I am recording. Oh, okay. I'm very excited. I had a 12 to 12 30 rehearsal with Megan. She was not on her leg, but I <laughs> I did work very hard. And towards the end of the Saturday, we were in a good place for the show tonight. <laughs> I'm hoping that... I really wasn't on my leg, though. That's true. <laughs> I'm hoping that we're going to start on a high already tonight. It's this Friday night. This is our night. second to last Nutcracker ever together. Well, and how many here. Shows, how many shows have you done? We might go to Maryland next oh, year. Oh, sure. We might oh. do a gig next year. <laughs> and how many times have you done it this season so far? This will be number three. Yeah, number three. Yeah. Yeah, so we're already kind of sick of it, you know. <laughs> no, you're not. It's number three. Usually, you're feeling principals good. usually do, boys usually do four, three to four, sometimes five if there's something happening. And girls do a couple more because sometimes you have other partners, uh, a few extra partners. I so do we're it with feeling Taylor good. Stanley next, next week. Oh, so awesome. I it just, you exciting. know, switch around like that. From Spanish to American. Yeah, exactly. I've been doing this potato with a Spaniard for the last 18 years. And this is it. The, the, and this. how's your Spanish? Not. Not existent. No bueno? No bueno? No bueno. No bueno, no, no, muy malo. Porque no? Practicas. Um, That's it. Because je peux parler no. en français? Because he's married to a French. Although she's had Spanish A French husbands. man. It's not like a French pastry. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking forward to tonight? We'll be glad when we nail down those step-ups. Uh, you know, once that's over, we'll be, we'll be I'm, relieved. I'm excited about everything. Yeah, he's going to smile through the whole thing. I am. 
I'm gonna give a little drama. Ooh. Yeah. It's romantic. It's the third show. It is. It's, it's got, the third date. Exactly. The We're on the show. third date. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the third date. Yeah, Just like there's a little a bit little of more. yeah. Drama. Yeah. So Claire and I got to hang out together in the makeup room, which is a very exciting, very happening room in the theater. And we got to talk to a few different people getting ready for a few different roles. And here we are. Okay, Dad, what's up? You must have been ready for party scene. Currently doing my hair. Blow, giving it a blow dry. Yeah, and then we're gonna apply the um, the mustache and the sideburns, which are my favorite part. Um, wow, they're your favorite. Don't they hurt? Do they hurt to take them off? Oh, but yeah. while they're on, because you put fabulous. that was it spirit gum? Yeah, underneath the mustache. Yeah, and you want to make sure you put it now so it doesn't fall on stage. Exactly. Which has happened. We Not to me, it. but it has happened. And it's pretty funny when it does, not gonna lie. But we don't want that to happen. <laughs> no. Um, do you think your kids are gonna be well behaved today? Ah, uh, Probably. I hope they're not, but they probably will. Because I like when they're fun and Oh, you naughty. like what? <laughs> yeah. When they do funny things. Yeah. Yeah, they'll But so far, they've been very, very professional. Yeah, we have a lot of profesh kids doing this show. So right now we have Marika Anderson and she's getting ready for the hostess in party scene. Can you tell us what's happening and what's the role like? Well, right now Susie is pinning in my curls and because I have shorter hair, we made, she made a braid piece um, for me. Uh, for this is a, there's a moment when the party's over and it's the violin solo and the hostess comes back on um, with a little light. Um, she's looking for Marie and typically like the, ha the hair has been down in the past, but that was actually a change that was made. Right, Susie? Yeah, Rosemary that, that was, it, originally the hair wasn't a braid. And then I think it was Heather Watts yeah. who wanted to have her hair down. So then it was hair down for a while. But so because of the length of my hair, I have to keep it in a braid. So we're going back to tradition. Tra tradition. <laughs> so now we're getting the, 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 the curls in and the headpiece will go on. So it's a, it's a whole process. And then she will take it all herself. Yeah, I have a very... Quick change. That's a quick change to, to take it all out. Can you tell us about the role? About the role. Well, I'm, I'm about to throw a party, right? It's Christmas Eve. So I'm always, whenever I do character parts, I'm always, I have a constant story going on in my mind. It, otherwise, you know, you have to, for in order for the story to come across to the audience, there's always got to be something going on. Um, and so I'm, I have a whole, like, script, that, not narrative. a script, a, nar a narrative that I have in, in my mind. Um, and you know, I try to I try to keep it fresh every show. So it's all about reacting to people, mm -hmm. and that's that's what keeps it alive. I think. And now with us we have the grandfather of the party scene, Galif Kayali. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Can you tell us how long you've been doing this role, and what does it take to get ready? and to do this role on stage. So I, this will be my 10th year doing the role actually as the grandfather of the Nutcracker. I started doing it as an apprentice um, and the preparation for it includes uh, 
light base and then I go into with eyeliner and eyeshadow to make the wrinkles appear. But I think at this point I don't even need the makeup. I think the wrinkles are just coming. Um, and then I go into the hair department where Susie puts on a wig for me. And uh, yeah, and then a lot of glue to put on a mustache. And I'm all grandfathered out. Nice. Do you like in the role? Do you, is it easy for you to act like an older gentleman? Oh, yes, for sure. Um, actually, funny story. When I was an apprentice, um, the ballet staff had come up to me after I'd finished and they had asked me, you know, Gal, how old do you think you are when you're out there? And I was so young and I was just like, you know, like 53, 54. <laughs> and now I realize that was totally wrong to say, but I mean, I just thought that was old then. <laughs> but basically they told me, you know what, Gal, just think you're 94. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay. Hey Claire, so where in the process of, uh, you know, finalizing the coffee look are you at? I am about to get my headpiece on and I absolutely love this headpiece. I feel like I really, um, it, it transforms the look from just like a woman with a bun who's mm -hmm. gonna do this dance. Yeah, with into very like, fancy cool uh, makeup to like. There's so many jewels on the headpiece. It kind of has this like vintage carpet material on the top that has like roses and flowers and like gold embroidered business up there mm -hmm. and it's really beautiful i don't know if you can really see it that well from the audience but um it's stunning and i it's feel like heavy i always wonder it's not that it actually isn't um the only thing you just have to like for some of the ladies in the end in the finale they have to make sure that the headpiece is like is attached to their costume so that when they do these turns it doesn't bother them mm -hmm. but it's the headpiece isn't heavy the heaviest things are probably the bells mm -hmm. on the ankles and then we have these little cheem cheems mm -hmm. i feel like olivia boisson calls them something like the ding dings and the cheem cheems <laughs> <laughs> and um, you have those on your fingers yeah eventually i'll have them on my fingers so we'll get, we'll get a taste of that cool later can't wait to hear it and see oh yeah it. the ding dings and the cheem cheems here with us we have andres zuniga getting ready for the role of soldier doll can you tell us what getting ready is like uh it's long because of the makeup and i'm not very good at doing the makeup um so it takes me like 45 minutes to like really get it together from start to finish um and then i just warm up on stage between when the show starts and when i'm supposed to go on and that's it it's like easy to get warm for it and just do a couple seasons yeah. is this your first time doing it this season no you've last, done it before yeah, in 2019 i did it nice and do you like doing it do you get nervous does the box thing i do like it it is a little stressful the first time you do it and this year i fell on my first show on my butt right at the beginning so that <laughs> that was really not fun but it's fun it's quick here with us right now we have soloist danny applebaum getting ready for hot chocolate the hot chocolate dance tonight on the second act of the Nutcracker. Can you tell us what that's like? Um, it's really hard to get off the stage before the audience stops applauding. You know, hot chocolate is not, it's not the most appreciated part of the Nutcracker. 
Well, I think it has to do with being the first divertsman. Uh-huh. You think so? Yeah, people are still, the audience is still yeah. trying to figure it out what's going on. The, the hot chocolate is dancing. And, yeah. Also, it just happens quick. Yeah, it's a it's quick, a quick number, totally. It's equivalent to episodes, the first dance in George Palanchin episodes. Where the dance happens and it's the first one and people are like, "Oh, it's it over!" And before yeah. you know it, you know you're you're off the stage. The good thing about this one is you know it's over. That's true. It finishes with a, a pomp and circumstance, yeah. And then, but yeah, usually there's not raucous applause. Yeah. Let's just say that if you were to interview the audience, I doubt many would say hot chocolate That's was their, their favorite. favorite dance. But I actually really like it. I think musically, it's like. Yeah. Very iconic. And I I do. I Very I catchy. Like that too. Yes. Yes, yes. So after everyone is finished, glummed up, ready to be on stage, we head off to the backstage area of our theater where dancers are warming up, trying a few steps, mainly just waiting for their part and their time in the performance to come out on the stage. Mm -hmm. And it's a very fun place to be because everyone is like very energetic and very excited and really wanting to be out there. And you're just like hanging out with your friends while you get ready for your part to come. And we got great material. We did. And um, to give our listeners a picture, too, of what it looks like, mm -hmm. they're pretty like cavernous spaces mm -hmm. on either side of the stage and really high ceilings because they're equally high ceilings as the stage. But they're these big, dark spaces, really, when the show's happening. There's, like, ballet bars backstage. There's a little setup where we sew our point shoes, um, like, sew our ribbons into our tights. And there's a rosin box, which is, you know, where we get the name of this podcast. And the rosin, we put it on our shoes so that we don't slip. And as we've talked about before, too, like, on hands um, for partnering and things like that. But, yeah, these big, dark spaces mm -hmm that we hang out in as we're getting ready for the show. and Sometimes we, they almost feel like a warehouse. It is. It's so very warehousey And so many things, so many stagehands. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. not as like quiet as people might think it no. is yeah. while the show is going yeah. on. Yeah, and people do, like you can talk in a normal voice and it's okay. I think generally our voices are a little lower mm -hmm. or a little quieter. But, yeah, you can actually make a significant amount of noise backstage and not be heard from the audience. Mm -hmm. Although I know that our stage managers would say, Otherwise. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, y'all better quiet down. I have ballet today. Okay. I have ballet. Claire, I need more rosin in the rosin box. Oh, my. How do we help you? Where is it? How can we help? It's usually on that side, but I feel like they're... They, like, took it away. Yeah, they're hoarding. Yeah. <laughs> Should I go over the stage one? So, as you guys know, we use the rosin to um, get our shoes and our hands or anything. We need a little more sticky so we can have better um, friction yeah. and better traction because the floor can be quite slippery, yeah, particularly under all that, after all that snow. Yeah. Because the snow's, I think, made of like wax paper, mm -hmm. so you never, you never know what the floor's yeah. gonna be like. Oh, sad. Okay, let me go see what I can do. There's no more rosin for the rosin box. Great rosin 
We've been canceled. <laughs> Who's gonna save the day? I think it's Nicole. So Gilbert, you're the mouse king tonight. What does that mean? What, tell us about the role. Well, it is the most important role in act one, besides Marie and the prince. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Principal uh, Castin, hello. That's right. Um, without me, the prince will not get the crown, and then they will not fly away to the land of the sweets. There's no story. There's no story. For story some ends. people to win, some people have to lose. Exactly, and I'm happy to lose for the sake of the children. What's the costume like? Is it easy, hard, heavy? It's, the costume on the body is very light and easy, but the head is very heavy. Um, the whole thing is covered in like gray carpet, so it's very warm. But great for the winter. Great for the winter, yeah. So in like about a week or two, it'll be perfect. <laughs> what about those gloves? The long nails. Long nails. Uh, they are harder than you think they are because they are attached to nothing, so they just flop around like crazy. Uh, but I love them. They're my favorite part of the costume. It's true. They're fierce. Mm -hmm. um, you did Mouse King, yes? I sure did. I How sure long? did. I did it for like four years. Mm. Well, yeah. I'm approaching that. At least this is year three. Former, former Mouse King to Mouse King passing down the crown. <laughs> it was truly an honor to accept it from you. <laughs> <laughs> There's this space called a green room, and I actually don't really know where the term green room comes from. So DM us. Um, if you know it. If you know the answer, I do not. Or, or We do have Google, but I was we to appreciate <laughs> your input. Yes. So yeah, we have a green room, and it's just where we change right before going on stage to do our roles. Like we put on our costumes in there. Sometimes headpieces are in the green room. But certainly for the ladies, it's on the stage level, and it's a little room with a curtain that, like, blocks it off from the rest of the space down there that we go into. And our dressers are there. They help us put on the costumes. They help us especially with quick changes, like the one between the party scene of the Nutcracker and the snow scene. And then yours, you said, it's just the same. Located on the same floor as the dressing, dressing rooms. rooms which for the male dancers is on the third floor so of the like theater. So it's like two floors above the stage, the stage level. level. Yeah, yeah. Does that make it hard? Like, are you just used to it at this point? I mean, I appreciate it that it's next to the dressing room so you can just like get ready and then get your yeah. costume and then go down. Mm -hmm. But if you do forget things such as gloves or a hat, any type of accessory, then there is running involved. show, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we do a lot of stairs at New York City Ballet in the mm -hmm. theater. I mean, we do have elevators, but they're, the stairs are utilized often. Yeah. <laughs> if we had like a stair count, it would be, I think, pretty high. Pretty high. You know what I was thinking about for your podcast that's really funny? Yeah. Like some people don't realize, like, for example, Lauren Collette is like grandmother today, yeah. and then she's snow, and then she's hot chocolate. Like people watching this, would they have yeah. any idea that the I'm not sure. I mean, if they read the program, I think they would know, but. Oh, read the program. I don't think they would. What is that? <laughs> Apparently, they just wanted to read. Yeah, well. <laughs> and then there's like. I guess it's I, humbling, I you know. spots of anything. They already bought a ticket. You well, want to work Yeah, well. no, that's a lot. That's a lot of spots in one show. I talked to India Bradley Great. last night, and she was like, I'm doing this, this, this. And I was like, that's all in a span of 
two and a half hours. She's yeah. like going to PT, getting makeup done here. Yeah, uh, doing the three Watch different out, roles coming. she has. Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. Music. Yeah, stand up there. <laughs> okay, I'm here. I'm just going to be... I'm going to be as inconspicuous as possible. I'm basically like a curtain. <laughs> we are currently changing from the party scene to the snow scene. Not too much chaos today. Oh, it was a, it was a fun. Oh, it was so funny. It was on backwards. He puts it on backwards every time. No, really, she made it that way. She's like, that's how it's supposed to We currently have um, someone in the snow costume with the granny wig. That's a look. Lauren, it actually looked like he was spinning you out of control. Oh, like, yes. when we, like, we were all like, oh, my God. You're like, oh, That was so funny. I think All right, peace out, homies. See you in, like... Sorry, Claire. That's okay. I think I'm going to peace out, too. All right, guys. Merit, have a great uh, snow scene. Act two. Bye. Claire. You have done the snow scene a lot of times. Can yeah. you tell us what this like is? It is from the outside. It looks extremely magical, extremely um, fascinating, very theatrical. Yeah. But I cannot imagine what's like um, dancing with that much paper falling down your face. It is. It's it's very difficult. It's difficult to breathe. Sometimes it's difficult to see. It's not as slippery as you might think it is. Huh. Yeah, I know. I was shocked to find that out, too, when I was an apprentice. Um, I thought that I would be slipping all over the place, but it's not as bad as you might think, especially when we got rosin. Uh. Um, <laughs> so I think what makes it worthwhile is knowing how gorgeous it is, mm. is knowing how gorgeous it is when the audience is watching it. And I've watched it, too, having been out of that role for a few years, and it may be my favorite oh, yeah. part. Like Absolutely. I, yeah. The music is glorious. The costumes are perfect. I love that it's it's such a scene because there's not a featured dancer in it. It's a scene. Mm -hmm. And it really puts you in this mood of like the beauty of winter, the beauty of snow falling when you're not in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really such a magical part of the production in particular. Mm -hmm. And you know how snowflakes are like not one is ever the same? Like oh, they're yeah. not two alike? Yeah. I think that's very unique too. Like every dancer's out there being themselves. Yeah. Dancing together, mm -hmm. you know, snowing together, but you can really tell every dancer very individually. Yeah. It's like everyone has their own personality as a snowflake. But what's cool is that we do come together and do it on stage together. There is this little ritual that we have backstage leading up to the actual dance. So, yeah, it's it's very, very special. Okay, we're about to witness a Nutcracker tradition that began circa, I'm not sure when. Here we go. <laughs> Clapping and bending down and up and making 
Hercules with arms. Custom, 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 custom. That's true. Be strong. Don't fight. Don't cry. OT, attention everyone. I accidentally messed up the lyrics for the ghost no, ghost no. So I have two um, very seasoned dancers of the New York City Ballet. They're going to tell me what the lyrics are. Here we go. What is it, ladies? Ghost no, ghost no. Let's fly, let's fly. Be strong, be strong. Don't cry, don't cry. Bravi! <laughs> We're backstage with Ashley Hodd as the dewdrop and Olivia McKinnon as the lead marzipan. <laughs> Can you tell us how you're feeling? How did you get ready for for this role, in Nutcracker? Ooh, <laughs> I had a chocolate excited. croissant before this. Oh, good. <laughs> I had a nice chicken sandwich and a yogurt smoothie. I'm feeling energized, excited, and ready to go. We have butterflies, but we're we're really looking forward to it. <laughs> so those are some of the hardest roles in all of Nutcracker. Are they stressful? Are they fun? <laughs> How do you approach it? I think they're stressful at first, but knowing that you have tons of other dancers out there with you makes you feel a lot better and definitely a lot calmer. Yeah, and Ashley and I, we've both done these roles. Ashley's done Dewdrop for a while. I've done Mars Pan for a while. So we're definitely seasoned in the role. And feeling we're, comfortable. We're feeling yeah. more comfortable, but of course there's still nerves involved, obviously. And will you be having your family come into some of the shows? Is, is your family here right now? My family's not here tonight. I have close friends from my childhood here. And my family will be here next week. Yeah, family next week for me too. Excellent. Mared. Thank you. I truly do love it. For me, there's a lot that goes into it. It's more than just the dancing and the roles. It's about, I think, the tradition, the fact that it was my first major show that I was ever in um first show that I probably saw as a uh, like a toddler or I think maybe I was I was four or five when I first saw the Nutcracker I have to double check with my parents <laughs> about that fact but I I was really young when I saw my first Nutcracker so it kind of brings back those first special memories of being in the theater doing a, a family event just mm-hmm. being with my parents and then as you said, like welcoming all of these kids into the beauty and the magic of the ballet. And also, I would say just people in general who've never been because we get a lot of first timers to come Mm -hmm. to the Nutcracker and out of towners too. Mm -hmm. And I love inviting them to a show and then meeting them afterwards. I think that is so special. Again, it just makes you realize that there's so much more to executing a step perfectly. Right. And it's more about the the, the whole joy. Experience. Yeah. The the whole joy of the experience and the the people that you bring in, the people that are uplifted by it, the people that uplift you because they watched you do your craft. Um That's a good reminder to uh, to approach a hard role in Nutcracker to be like, you know, it's not about me. It's not about, like, this particular step. Yeah. It's about the whole experience. Yeah, and I think we we can easily get caught up in, like, yeah. the particular yeah. moments. And then and then it does take, like, that person to say something about just the production in general, not even about you, but about the production, like how they were so surprised by when the Sugar Plum Fairy moves. Moved. She glides in the show, like, whoa, yeah, that really does it for some people in terms of... I mean, really, Balanchine did it all. Yeah. 
He did all the theatrics, all the tricks. Yeah. Everything that could be done on a stage, it is done. Yeah. Yeah. During Nutcracker. Yeah, you got a tree that grows a million yeah. feet high. and So, Megan, don't worry about the step up. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Megan Fairchild, do not don't worry. Don't worry about the step up. Don't worry about being on your leg. Gonzo will save you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Olivia Boisson is debuting in the role of Demi Flower. Can you tell us what uh, the difference between a Demi Flower and a regular flower that much of a difference but we wear purple instead of pink and Ooh. we don't ever stop dancing <laughs> it's a pretty puffy roll but it's but choreographically they're similar yeah very similar there's probably like two maybe three steps that we do different than the core but you get to exit once yeah, we do yeah <laughs> for 16 counts are you excited yes i am I see you did Sarah. your makeup more purpley this time. I've been, like, yeah, doing it purple. I like it. But, um, Sarah Adams is my partner in crime. <gasps> Sarah Adams. <laughs> Who's also right here? Sarah, how are you feeling? I this, feel not ready. Your, you feel ready. It's not your debut as a Demi Flower. How, you've it's been not. doing it for a while. Tell us. I have been doing this role for eight years. Um, but I'm very excited to Have you be always doing... done the same side because there's a, a stage left and a stage right demi flower. Right, and I've always been a stage left demi flower ever since I started doing Is the role. one better than the other? Um, I think the stage right demi is harder because they have to run further. Oh, well, there you go. So I feel lucky in that way they don't have to run as far. Good. But it's still puffy. So puffy means, like, when a dance is puffy, it means that it is difficult stamina-wise. Mm -hmm. So you just run out of breath pretty quickly or the whole thing, you struggle with breathing, something like that. Like, that's what it means when a dance, we say a dance is puffy. puffy. Or I get, I got puffed, puffed doing that. It's just, it's difficult on, yeah, <laughs> the lungs. Bravo, Claire. Claire, off the stage. How are you feeling? How did it go? It was okay. The tempo was slow. Um, so, certain things were difficult. But it was really fun. I actually enjoy a slower tempo. Um, but, yeah, there are a few... Um, like when I did that balancing things. I don't think you got to hold it for longer. They look great. The eyes were very awake. Yeah. Okay. Welcome. Thanks. I feel like Nutcracker is like, there's a lot of parts and there's a lot of things going on, but it can be very exclusive. Like the girls got their own thing and the boys got their own thing. And there's so many things. Costume changes happen separately. Yeah. That like you almost don't see like your partner or like the other cast until you really get on stage. Yes, I do think, yeah, there are certain people that I barely see at all. Yeah. During this whole run. 
I think that we often see the people in our dressing room. Mm -hmm. Like those people, you can always count on seeing them because that's where you get ready Mm -hmm. every day. But certain people, yeah, you just might not encounter until either you get to the stage or you just randomly pass them in a hallway. Yeah. I just, it just, there's no time to watch if you're in it. Yeah. Because it's very rare for someone in the court to just do one part in yes. the show. So usually you're busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about how special it is to have the children in the Nutcracker. And I think one of the reasons why it's so special is because they're so pure and they're full of this genuine excitement to dance and to be on stage that sometimes gets lost when you're doing it as your profession. And um, they're just so inspiring to all of us, I think, in a very subtle way because they have that genuine love for the dance. And um, I'm watching uh, the Polly Chanel's right now and they're just smiling so big and it's so inspiring to us. This show, it's not about the adults. This show's about the kids. Yeah. It is. And the tree, I would it, say, honestly. It is for the kids, <laughs> from the kids. And I think yeah. that's very special. No, you're exactly right. It's all about the kids. No matter how much we want to make it about us and the dancing and the trick and the pirouette, people take away. It's like the kids. Yeah. And um, of course, the kids in the show, but the kids who come to see the show. Exactly. Because For so many, it's their first time witnessing ballet or something, like, theatrical. And it just brings everyone together with this holiday tradition and opens the children's eyes and gives children the opportunity to be artful and uh, share something with their families. Yeah. I guess that is just the holidays. The holidays are magical for everyone, but when you're a kid... You live them so differently. Mm-hmm. It's like the time of the year yeah. to be a kid. Yeah, I agree. And in our production, they're involved all the way through. Yep. The kids at the very beginning party scene, they're uh, the children of the parents, mm-hmm. the party parents that come in. And then as the show goes on, of course, Marie and the prince, they're still involved, but they're in the diverse month. There are some kids involved as well. Yeah, and then the mice. We have the mice. Absolutely. First oh, of I all. forgot yeah, about like the, the mice. mice. Yeah, we have the mice and the soldiers. We got super big cute. mice and little mice. Super cute. Yep, and then we and then the divertismonts. Yeah, the we have the, with the angels. Angels that open act two. Yeah, with and the those are usually the youngest. Yes. Yeah. Talk about magic too. They look like they're just floating, floating, floating. on the stage. A little creepy sometimes. <laughs> if you watch it from the monitor, I'm like, how are they? Moving I know like it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have the angels, and then next up, hoops. Hoops, yeah, or candy canes, and then Paula Chanel's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that Which come out with Mother, Mother Ginger. Ginger. Yeah, so there are so many children, and it's fun to see them backstage, too. They love it. They love it. And you know what? They are so sweet. Like, when you're having a challenging day, and you just hear, like, a child say, I love your costume, or, oh, my gosh, your shoes are, like, oh, look at that color, or you did so well today. No one has ever said that to me. No one kid has ever said that to me. Well, my costumes, you're not around that much. No, no, my <laughs> costume's boring. <laughs> what? You You're the Cavalier. Like the, the, do, what? That's a beautiful tunic that's this mint green color with never, candy on it. I think that's very different. I think the girls get a lot of compliments from the kids, from the young girls, because that's <laughs> but it makes sense. They're, that's who they're looking yeah. up to. Yes, yes, yes. 
totally. I, yeah, but I, I get. Gotta tell you, kind of knock compliments from that. Um, Do you think host, you need to be costume? warmer <laughs> as a person backstage? I'm very approachable. I think I actually think <laughs> I have a very cool connection with the kids that the party play scene my kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think they're super awesome. Yeah, no, I'm always so excited fun. to see them. Yeah, you I mean you're a great host. I, I love yeah. watching you. Do I those. guess those are the kids that I'm most in contact with. True, true. And so then you have a rapport with them, yeah. and it's easy. It's yeah. true. It's true. Because when I met at Ginger, I was like so tight with with the kids. It was um, so fun. Yeah. Well, you're literally tight with the kids. <laughs> if you can't, you can't, you can't step on them. They're under your skirt, and eight you're kids. on stilts. And eight kids. <laughs> eight kids. Yeah, you got a lot of kids. Yeah. I take that back. I love them kids. <laughs> they, 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 I, yeah, I guess you have just, good I relationships. Haven't, I haven't, yeah, I just haven't done like a, a role in that cracker that involved many kids other than party scene. Okay. So yeah. you don't really dance with them like you dance like. True. You And for Mother Ginger, you do like you have a very kind of set routine right. where you have to like you have to get the stilts on. You kind of I see the Mother Ginger always like just sitting in a corner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the makeup and getting ready to be in the skirt. So you can't really do a lot like in terms of interacting with the kids backstage. But that being said, I don't wear a tutu. So like I'm never going to get You're that not a ballerina. I know. Oh. <laughs> Which I love to see. <laughs> it's very sweet. I, I know. It just like on the days that you need it most, like you can be sure that like mm-hmm. one of those little kids is going to like lift your spirits. And gosh, it means the world. If you're in town, come, come on, on down. down. <laughs> That's the slogan for the Nutcracker. If you're in town, come, come on, on down. down. Are you not in New York? It doesn't matter if you're not in New York. Come down. Come, Come to Lincoln Center. We're doing ticket. Nutcracker every day, sometimes twice a day. Through January 2nd. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if it's not gonna in the carts for you this year. Oh, my gosh. We have the Marquee TV thing. Marquee TV, people. Check it out. I think they recorded a show. From 2019? 2019, exactly. Last time we did Nutcracker. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So you can check it out. Um, but it truly is. The Nutcracker is a fabulous production. Yeah. George Balanchine's version is iconic. So it's definitely worth a ticket or Mm -hmm. a marquee TV purchase. So thanks for listening and stay tuned for our next season. Do you like what we're talking about? Are you enjoying what we're talking about? Because we surely are. (laughs) So please. We love it. (laughs) Subscribe. There's more to come. Winter season. Spring season. Summer season. Podcast season. And we start up again. We do. It never we ends. Do. It never ends. It never ends. Yes. We love your support. Yeah. Um, DM us, too. We love random DMs. Yeah. New York City Ballet would love it if you dominate all of their messages. Yeah. Just, Just they, they probably don't want that, but... Um. Yeah. <laughs> Flaunt their DMs. <laughs> Ask the questions. Suggest the suggestions. We're listening. <laughs> we are listening. <laughs> and we hope you are, too. <laughs> <laughs> Two things you need to do during this holiday season, as you should always. One is just listen to Mariah Carey until your ears bleed, which they won't, because that music (laughs) is fantastic, timeless, iconic. The second thing is come see us. Come to the Nutcracker. Which one uh, outranks the other? That is for the audience to decide. Oh, okay. Audience. So, hey, let us know. (laughs) DM us. Yeah. (laughs) 
white hair. Here? <laughs> I literally have white hair. I don't even need the wig. I don't know why I put the wig. She sprays my hair when I do the other rolls, and when I do this roll, we put a wig on. And I'm like, wait. What about the wrinkles? Are those yours or is that makeup? No, that's just stress. <laughs>